Jesus Christ. Um, this is another day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We set everything in order, trying to get it together. Um, this morning, um, I'm relaxed. Um, God has been good. He woke me up another day, another morning. Um, once again, our engineer is good. My brother Quentin Tate. Um, I branded everybody as well. Greetings to y'all. Thank you for the holler back already. And um Ooh, when I tell you um, some topics and some things and um, are just um, great for the conversation piece and it kept me quite busy um, figuring out which direction and we still got points coming in this morning. You know, some of you have written them. Um, we still have things that are being produced this morning uh, with objective and um, people's thought and everything. But um, I do know one thing and uh, we did cause a little great um, extended conversation afterwards concerning it and I thank everybody for their feedback their perspective um, on the approach of it and how it was approached um, in excellence um, approached in, in a tasteful manner um, you know everything is not going to be tasteful from all sides but that's that's the way it's supposed to be um, and just to let everybody know that's the way it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be dialogue, and it's supposed to be intense. We must sort of, you know, sort of go past the edge of some things sometimes just to have great conversation. But on today, God has been good to us. He's kept us. He watched over, protected us. It's a new time, a new day. And, you know, as always, new issues, <laughs> new issues. Today we try to deal even more with the sports prayer and God. But, you know, you got new issues that come up in politics and, and life and um, what is going on around the world and what is our place in it in Russia and Ukraine and, and church in your neighborhood, your city, and your children. Um, here we've gone, our children have gone back to school. Um, so, so you know, these issues are the day-to-day. But we thank God for them. God has been good in those, in those issues. Um, for those who said I was in my natural state lately, I thank you, um, just being me. And coming at it as I would, um, sort of laid back. And I don't give you too much of the necessity um, of self. I give you sort of the, just the heart of where I am and, and how I see it. Um, um, now, um, we just want to be in a place where um, we impact the element of thought. We just want to impact the element of thought. And I'll try to proceed forward this morning and, and try to impact the thought even more because yesterday... Um, I did not expect so many emails. I did not expect so many text messages um, concerning, which um, blessed me for those that were listening. They just had um, um, conversation pieces they just wanted to produce, and we we just excited about that. We're thankful um, for uh, we're just thankful for that. Um, here's what we're going to do: we're going to do the norm because we're going to come back. We're going to talk about sports, prayer, God, 
And we're really going to talk about the issues. I'm going to answer some even more of the questions that were brought to my table that was text to me. And I'll try to answer them to the best of my ability. Um, not to say I'm the to all, through all um, concerning something because I, I love that dialogue. That's why I love, I love talking um, to the engineer and some other people. You know, just a, just a good exchange of the dialogue. And uh, just to have that for, that that four gospel book, um, a little bit of all sides um, to come to the centerpiece of what happened. All right, so what we're going to do real quick, we're just going to have um, a quick Titus 2 commercial. And when we come back from Titus 2 commercial, we're just going to hit you real quick with this early morning conversation. And um, really, the question of, is it relevant? Um, is it relevant? Um, and is God um, really making the move that's going to change everything? Because I'm telling you, prayer has come out. Boxes come out of the closet. It's come out of the, <laughs> it's come out of the store, and people are just praying everywhere. Wasn't that the same prayer we weren't supposed to be having? God's amazing. Um, I'll call y'all blessed. Well, hold on. Wasn't that the same prayer that shouldn't be on the football field or in the open setting? <laughs> so it's embedded in people. You know, you just had to get past some things and get over the social context that pressures us all. All right, um, here we go. Titus two. I call you blessed. Tune in to the Titus 2 Show on Fridays at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live with your host, Joy Ellerby. On the Titus 2 Show, we want you to join the conversation. But what are we talking about? We're talking about transparency and accountability. We're encouraging one another in our most holy faith. And we're laying the biblical foundation for you to apply God's word to your everyday life. So make sure you tune in to the Titus 2 Show on Fridays at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live. Stay praying, stay believing, and stay Titus 2 living. Greetings, we're back. Um, and uh, I was looking at one of the questions here as we're back and um, to approach it in some kind of way. My goodness, um, puts us in a different vein, even as the body of Christ and the people of God. You, you, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, maybe I have that talk with the engineer and the men again one day. Um, um, and great sports people, um, and we do have some great sports women. I ain't going like we don't. We don't want to start any fights. Um, <laughs> we don't want to start any issues that I might have to earn out, and I might, I might be, get, I might get canceled at Heaven's Harvest. So I'll be very, very careful here. Um, um, you know, there was a there was a dialogue issue that was um, presented to me. The question literally was, um, why should we have football at all if it is that dangerous and life can go on without it? I thought that was a profound question. <laughs> um, um, the danger of um, no necessity, the danger of having something, and I know I'm going down a road, having something that really is not a necessity for life in existence because it, it's just a nuance of itself. What, 100 years um, and from the invention, 120, 30 years from the invention of it, um, and then working into its prominence, uh, Monday Night Sports and expansion, and and this kind of money, this kind of money came with network, and this money came with television, television rights and money and, and um, branding and all of those things. Um, but uh, can we survive without it? I get their question. Uh, brother in Christ, I, I'm just be honest with you. 
Um, your perspective is not wrong. I'm not going to say your perspective is wrong. I'm not going to say the question is wrong. But it's, um, it's become such a fabric of who we are and what we look forward and what we exist upon. What would you do after church if there was no football? What would you watch? <laughs> the engineer's laughing. <laughs> what would you do on the weekends if there was no college football? Really, what would you do? You wouldn't have nothing to do but be with your family. Who wants to do that? Amen. You know, you got other things. Stop it, Brother Tate. We got other things um, um, on the list. And so, yes, is it that important to have um, football at that place? Um, man, that's a personal issue. That's a personal insight. That's a personal thought. I, and because I'm not supported in any kind of financial way or in the marketing or branding for any items, um, I have no reason to push um, the element of should it be and why we have to have it. And this is people feeding their families and generational breakthrough and, and finally having generational wealth and all of these things. You know, the typical statements that we assume come with the topic because we legitimize whatever we want to legitimize by the desires of our heart. And I think we sort of know that's true. Whatever we want to legitimize, we legitimize it um, and make it relevant. Is football really that relevant in some aspect? That, ah, the perspective. There are people who exist their whole lives, never watch football, don't go to football, and are very, very successful and have very fulfilling lives because they're into other things. and They're into the arts and literature, and they're into a lot of other things, and they're not fascinated um, by helmet and shoulder patterns and people hitting each other. They're not fascinated about it. Um, for us to want to watch legitimate abuse and possible murder and damage and <laughs> the excitement of watching a helmet fly off on a good hit, to us, that's that become a norm to us. Amen. And we love the edge of it. If we're really just honest for a second, we we're really praying for him on an edge I'm living on the edge. And, and uh, thank you, brother in Christ. Uh, he, he's texting as I'm talking. Praise God. <laughs> um, I want to say um, it's on the edge either way. You're living on the edge, walking on the edge. Um, because when you look at the sports and you look how it's handled, um, how how safe could it be when you need the shoulder pads, back brace, knee brace, helmet, neck thing for the helmet, um, CTE protocol, concussion protocol, and all of these things, you know, how safe could it be? Um, but we, it, it's one of those things. It's a fantasy thing for our lives. We want to see our boys, mother, you know, that's male or female, um, mother or father, I better say. Um, we want to see our boys in the field, and we call it the gridiron, and we want to see them out there pursuing. We want to see them fighting. But, but watch carefully. It's just our men who are getting damaged because the women are not playing. Amen. And that's the topic we don't hear discussed at the end of the day. And man, we love to watch it, but we don't see our women. Um, and we have some that I'm going to watch my step here. We have those who would desire to be across the border and to put a helmet and pads and things on. But that's only because that that becomes gender um, gender relevant. And, and that's not the same intensity. If it was the same intensity, the laws would be the same across the board. No man wants to see another man hit a woman on the football field. It just is what it is. 
um, and and we love everybody, but that's just the true honesty. Um, so in the question, should we have football at all for entertainment's sake? I cannot give you that. Um, for God's sake, I cannot give you that. Um, does it change people's lives according to economics if they make it? Sure. Um, only 400 guys get in the league. That's it. That's it. 400. So um, we have to ask how many lives are really changed in that 400 or is the marketing so powerful um, that we think is generational changing when it doesn't change anybody? And, and and we don't poll families over generations. We don't. We don't poll them. And if we don't poll those families over generations, we, we'll we see one thing, but then we'll realize, well, maybe that success is not what it is. I know somebody's going to say, well, what do you mean? Okay, let's use this example. Um, Michael Jordan was the creme de la creme, right? And Michael Jordan was the man of all times. His kids did not make it. All right. Um, so but then there's Kobe Bryant's father who played in the league, but Kobe excelled him at the next level. Kobe did things he just did not do. Dale Curry was a great marginalized basketball player. He was known for his three point, but he was a marginalized basketball player. Then you got Steph. Steph just out there acting the fool. He's taking it to the next level. Um, but that's in everything. That's business. That's that's the regular world. That's um, education, um, the pursuit of the individual. Um, so is there a, a relevance of football? We have to say if we don't have the statistical measure to to say generational um, that that one change changed them for 40 years and the whole family, we cannot assume the relevance of it. Um, do we love to watch it? Yes. Um, man, nothing sweeter than a good hit. Nothing sweeter than a make you jump out your seat and go, good God. And, and, and But the cost of that, the cost of that hit. Now, um, 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 num- question number two, because I'm going to move on from that question. Um, another individual um, wrote, is this God or choice? Man, y'all be asking the questions that just put a person in a, in a, in a, in a sort of in the suplex. Um, is it God or is it choice? I, I'm, I'm, if I'm spiritual in a sense, I can say that God, God is in everything, um, but I cannot say that God's in football. You can't get me to say that. I'm just not going to do that. Is it choice? Everything is choice. No matter what we do, it's choice. No matter which way we go, it's choice. Um, can God be in our choices? Yes, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, he shall direct your path. Um, could it be? Uh, it's how you go about it. Um, does it change lives and sort of make it seem godly? Yes, it does. But does it still say that at the end of the day, it's all choice? Yes. I don't know if I answered the question to where our brother in Christ wanted, but I want to say that um, if it is God, just sad to say, if it's God, there's only a certain route. And um, I know we can give him the glory with a blanket emptiness of our hands and our mouths, but if it's God, it's, it's God. It's a certain, um, but everything else in our lives in certain capacity is choice. Football is a choice. Uh, I don't think God dropped the football down. Um, football is a choice uh, because um, at the end of the day, you're putting yourself in a position and allowing that position to be only a certain ram of success because let me repeat again only 400 get in that's it and they press it and have you thinking it's the world 
millions try out for it from Pop Warner, millions around it, middle school JV, many are trying, high school JV and starter, it starts narrowing down, get to college, it narrows down even more to the best of the best, and most of them college, in college never make it to the, to the big game. Um, so as you go higher, it narrows it down. Um, as, as so the choice, um, as I said last night, the choice also has everything to do with um, who saw you doing the choice and who pushed you and, and who was there for you. Because there's some people who make it who no one ever assumed they would. Remember, remember Tom Brady was a seventh round choice and he ended up with the most, you know, so there's a lot of guys that go number one. Um, and never become anything. There's guys go first round, never become anything. Runner backs that we assume go take over because they were great in college, never become anything. Um, <laughs> there's wide receivers that we just think going to be everything, never become anything. There are wide receivers and running backs who blow up the whole season but never get a Super Bowl. And then there's some joker that's just a basic fullback, and he run it in and get a couple, two or three rings. I think we saw that over time. Um, so um, is it God? It's all timing. Uh, can I say this? If God allows it, it's in his will. Is that better? Amen. I call y'all blessed today. Amen. Even as y'all are Lord, blowing up this phone, um, I thank you for the questions. Those are two I'm going to deal with. Um, I still love the aspect that prayer is going forward like crazy. Everybody is still praying, standing outside the hospital praying, standing in the midst of things praying, standing in the midst of their family and games and and they're praying. But at the same time, as they're praying for that, the next playoffs is going forward. Now, let me throw that out, and then I'll close on that. Um, I don't care what anybody tell me. Did anybody notice that game stopped? It didn't stop the NFL because money, at the end of the day, rules the show. Um, so um, the money that the players want from television rights and their cut of the for the players agreement and all of these things are part of it. But we are praying for that young man and those who don't have the opportunity, those who've been hurt over the years. And we're going to keep prayer rising. Why? God allows something so that prayer can rise. It's going to be a year of blessings. It's going to be a year of prosperity, a year of growth and the year of God. God's going to represent himself well. A man within the earth realm. All right. I call y'all blessed on this morning. I hope this was great. I hope this was great for you this morning. We might this afternoon just go ahead. Thank you, engineer, and produce even part three um, because you have a lot of questions. Amen. So um, we'll come back later and we'll produce more part three and we'll look forward to everybody. So I want you to remember that you got to let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in his sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And we all say amen. Good morning. Love you very much. Y'all take care. I'll see you later on. Cause I really needed it Felt your present out That I'm finally obedient Thank you for your love